0: Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Bearcat Rewind. We're officially in playoff mode here at Northwest Missouri State University. The Bearcats look to weave their way toward another national championship. And it's fitting that this week's guest, we have a guy that was, well, pretty good in the playoffs. Leron Council, second all-time at Northwest Missouri State in playoff rushing yards with 1,007. A lot of guys can't get to 1,000 yards in a season. Well, Leron did it in his playoff career, trailing only Xavier Almond. So he had a heck of a career here at Northwest Missouri State a 2009 national champion, a two-time All-American and MIAA player of the year. And, Through his first couple seasons at Northwest Missouri State, his freshman and sophomore year slowed up by injury, but in his junior and senior year, combined for 3,500 rushing yards and 59 touchdowns. Not too bad. Le'Ron Council is our guest today. We talk about his Northwest Missouri State career. We talk about his uh, ventures into the indoor football league, and he's actually a 2015 inductee into the IFL Hall of Fame. So He put up some great numbers there in his professional career, too. So This is a fun one. Hope you enjoy listening to Le'Ron Council with us today. Before we get rolling, we have to thank our sponsors, the Northwest Missouri State Alumni Association and the Northwest Foundation, inviting you to take part in the Forever Green campaign. It's an effort to pave new pathways for students to excel. They're on the final stretch to meet their goal. The Forever Green campaign is a push for Northwest toward academic excellence, scholarships, student life, and much, much more. If you'd like more information, go to nwmissouri.edu slash forevergreen. And thanks to Mosaic Medical Center Maryville for their support. If a sports injury sidelines you from your favorite activity, don't worry. You have a team of experts ready to help. From sprains and strains to breaks and more serious injuries, our orthopedic and sports medicine professionals in St. Joseph, Maryville, and Albany have the skill and experience to get you back in the game as fast as possible. Mosaic Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, we're all in to get you back in. Now let's go ahead and bring you this week's interview with our guest, Laron Council. Thanks to LeBron Council joining us this afternoon, uh, former Northwest Missouri State running back, and a pretty good one at that, a two-time All-American, a national champ, all he was here at, with Northwest Missouri State, and a second all-time rushing yards. LeBron, uh we appreciate you talking with us. Uh, what's What's been going on with you lately? Oh, not
1: a whole lot, uh, Matt. Just uh, family, work, uh, and school, really.
0: You know, we're we're in the middle of the fall and, and we're coming up on Thanksgiving, which uh, typically this time of year you think Thanksgiving is kind of um, the Bearcats are probably still playing football. Whenever you come to this time of year and the weather starts getting a little bit more crisp and the leaves turn, do you still get that feeling of uh, being out at Bearcat Stadium with Coach Churchma? Every year. Every
1: year I talk to a lot of the old guys and uh... – we kind of we kind of know that once once we get to this time of the year, it's kind of we still get in that grind mode. It's like uh, playoffs are coming, you know. So every year we still get that feeling.
0: I assume that's an edge that as as an athlete it, it just doesn't seem to go away. And uh, you know, I know you, you uh, played at Northwest Missouri State, then you uh, continued playing some indoor football. But uh, even now that, you, that you're not playing, I assume it's uh, you got to find a different way to kind of. Um, I don't say take that aggression out, but but fill that void of uh, of what that that camaraderie, the team, the teammates, and everything, but also getting out there and, and competing. There has to be another way to fill that void.
1: Oh, definitely. I mean, the the things that are instilled with you, the teamwork and the discipline and the hard work that you learned at these universities that we learned at Northwest up in Maryville, <clears throat> these things stick with you for life. So, I mean, you go off into your career and. Uh, You still have that that foundation, and that base, Uh, and you just apply it to every other other thing you do in life, whether it be your career or whether you're playing some sort of uh, rec leagues or coaching football. Uh, You still find a way. Those things never leave you.
2: And it really doesn't seem like it's been 10 years ago since you played for the Bearcats.
1: Not at all. (laughs) Not at all. I mean, time flies. Um, I mean, we just came up on our 10-year reunion, um, but yeah time has just went by really fast
0: i guess the question to go along with that is are you still in playing shape could you strap it on and go right now
1: uh i would say uh, two years ago i probably was <laughs> i uh I tore, I, I tore a second achilles playing indoor uh flag football so Ooh. i, I kind of just now i'm kind of just sticking to working out and uh you know, just leisurely playing a little rec basketball here and there, but nothing too intense. Uh, I'm at that age where I I don't want to go through the the rehab process anymore.
0: (laughs) Don't blame me there. Uh, You know, uh, you go back to your playing days and, uh, you know, a a promising young running back coming into the program, but you you dealt with some injuries your freshman and sophomore seasons. Um, What was the mindset going into that? First of all, you know, you had a guy like Xavier Oman playing ahead of you at that time too, and, and he was a great running back, so there's a shadow that could be cast with that, but then at the same time the injuries hit. Um, is, is it hard keeping yourself focused as a young man like that, wanting to be on the field, but having to, to go through the rehab and everything?
1: Uh, I'll tell you what. Um, I mean, just going through what I went through, um, that was really the first serious injury that I had ever had in my life. Uh, I think it was 2006, 2007. Um, but from that, I, I just learned, one, injuries are a part of the game. Um and two, I mean, you can either sit there and soak in, in your sorrow or you can get up and do something about it. Um, working with Joe Quinlan one-on-one before he became the strength coordinator out there, uh, I think that working with him and, and, and Kelly uh, with rehab, I think that did wonders with me. And it, it really built a foundation um, as far as just knowing how to come back from an injury. Um after, after I left Northwest, I had quite a few more injuries um, that I was able to come back from. So uh, it's a part of the game. Um, you, you live and you learn, and you just keep pushing forward.
2: And I imagine that rehab work that you did really paid off, too, when you look at what uh, you're able to accomplish your junior and senior years at Northwest. I'm sorry. Could you say that one more time? And that, uh, re, that uh, rehab work that you put in really did wonders too, because uh, you put together just such a great uh, seasons of your junior and senior year at Northwest.
1: Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, I, I can't. I had a very good uh, support system, family, uh, friends, and just the coaching staff and the the um, medical staff at, up in uh, Northwest. But I have to pay a lot of homage to Joe Quinlan and Kelly. They they really work with me a lot one on one. Um and just showed me when I didn't I did I had never went through something like that, but they kept kept me going, uh mentally. Um, just letting me know that I can come back from such a, a horrific injury. And uh yeah, I was definitely able to come back from it and we did some good things as a team. Uh we 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 played well.
0: You guys won a lot of games those uh, that junior and senior year especially, and um, and it's crazy to think too that you come back in those two years, you come off the injury, um, and you went for thirty five hundred rushing yards in those two years combined. And and I guess what everybody has to be wondering is what's in the water for Northwest Missouri State running backs because I mean it was uh, so many guys year after year after year. You guys just kept putting putting out uh, crazy numbers from the backfield.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean. It, Northwest has a history uh of, of having some great running games in general i mean it starts up front um with with the big guys, but we've definitely had some great running backs i mean x was ahead of me and then I had some great ones come behind me with, with jordan simmons and uh billcra there was there was a i mean i don't want to miss anyone but there's always been some great running backs. It's just the program that that harps on i mean we we run the score past we run to score, we run to win past the score, uh, was the motto that we had when I was there. And I, I would imagine with, uh, a couple of the guys still being up there, that's, that's probably still the motto around there. I mean, we want to run the ball because once you get around this time of the year, um, running the football, uh, it slows the tempo and that's, that's what it takes to win championships.
0: As you got into that junior season, coming off of the injury your sophomore year and, and really taking on a, a bigger role within that offense, um, were there any questions? Was there any doubt with, with uh, within yourself? Could you come out and do that? And then I imagine once the season actually started, it probably went away pretty quick, didn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, um, the leg, I was pretty confident in the leg. I had spent pretty much the entire off offseason work, working hard and uh, working with my teammates. Uh, so we we were confident coming in um, I would say on the outside, there were some doubts about it, but that that 's always been the case with uh northwest we were are doubted on the outside, but we know the work that we put in in the off season and throughout the year that once we get to this time of the year uh we're we're usually clicking on all cylinders
0: two thousand eight you guys uh it 's a great season you make it to a national championship, but you come up just a little bit short. Uh, What's the mindset going into that offseason before 2009 after you know your senior years coming up um you have so many pieces coming back uh, how how do you guys go about trying to put it together so 2009 can be even better
1: Uh well I mean to go on top of that we had uh we had we had lost in the in the finals the, the previous two years prior to uh 2008 so, I mean, going into the off season, we just knew that we wanted um, – we had a really good group of seniors, um, really good leadership. Um, so we knew we wanted to, to push the envelope a little more. We wanted to work a little bit harder. We wanted to, to be more of a family-oriented team. So we, we grew closer as an entire team. Um, <clears throat> and we knew we were doing the right things. Like I said, we had gotten there three years um, – three or four years previously um, – so we wanted to just continue to work on the things that we were working on and get better at the things that we looked at film and said, hey, uh, we could have done this better, you know. So as a team, we just wanted to uh, continue working on those things and getting very better in the areas that we needed to improve on.
2: And what do you feel is the biggest difference between 2008
1: and 2009 <laughs> for you? Um, I think – I think in 2009, we were, we were really close as a, we were, I felt like we were more family oriented. Everyone got along, um, in house. Um, and every, I mean, not saying that we didn't in 2008, but my senior year in 2009, I just felt, it felt different. Uh, it felt like, um, it was more of a family atmosphere in the locker room um everyone had each other's back everyone wanted to see everyone do well and we all just bought in um we knew that we we couldn't do it without the offense couldn't do it without the defense doing doing their job or, and special teams doing their job so um we all just bought into to what we needed to do so that we could finally get over that hump um and sure enough we did uh, in 2009
0: with the previous uh, history in national championships of so such a successful program, but getting to the doorstep for that little period of time and, and not being able to break through, uh, what's the mindset and what was the feel for the team going into that national championship in '09 against Grand Valley?
1: Uh, it was, um, I mean, you don't remember a lot from from back then. You don't remember a lot of the scorers or, or the the yardage, but from the beginning, it was just do your job um do your job for for the entire sixty minutes and 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 we'll live with the outcome. Uh, we knew that we could play with anybody um that season we knew we had we knew we had the pieces um and we had some guys that just kind of blew us away i I know that that year Jake Soy just had some ridiculous numbers, Blake Bowles. Um, so we, we had guys all over the place, but the, the motto was just really to do your job uh, for 60 minutes and we're going to live with the outcome. Um, and that, that seemed to pay off for
0: us. You know, that, that 2009 national championship and you guys get off to such a quick start, Grand Valley kind of claws their way back into it. And in one of the most iconic plays you look back is, uh, you know, bowls to soy for that touchdown and to make it a 10 point game. And you guys uh, go on to win by seven. Uh, but that, fourth and four from the 26th of Grand Valley, whatever it was, isn't set up um, unless you take that little dump pass on third and long to play before and scamper for about 15 yards and to make that kind of a reasonable play, reasonable play there to where um, Jake is matched up one-on-one. Uh, do you remember much of that play? Do you, do you kind of think about the, the impact of what that actually had on that game?
1: Oh, yeah, I do. That That's one of the few plays that I, that I do remember. Uh, I was a little – I don't know if it was a screen or just a little dump pass off to the left, uh, but I do remember catching it. And, and I mean, I, I was just thinking I, I need to get the first down <laughs> so that we don't put ourselves in a position to have to go for it on fourth. Unfortunately, I didn't, but I, I got enough that it, it put us in a manageable position. Um, and I mean, Jake Soy and Blake Bowles, I think they could have been throwing those passes in their sleep at that point. Like I said, just the work that they put in in the off season and throughout the year, um, it, it was second to none. They had, they had that, <laughs> that, uh, little fade pass down, uh, down pass.
2: You know, you look at your totals from that game 172 yards rushing, a couple of uh, touchdowns as well. I don't know if there is any player that uh, finished up a career in college football any better than what you did uh, that day with uh, those type of numbers and a national championship to go along with that.
1: Definitely. I mean, like I said, I I don't, I don't, I usually don't, well, I don't, I for sure don't remember a whole lot of stats. I mean, the biggest thing was we, we won as a team. Um, and just some of the memories that I had with my teammates on those trips down to North Alabama is really what I'll never forget. Um, but yeah, it, it was definitely a great way to, to end. I mean, I still, I still definitely remember the emotions that came over me um, just after everything kind of settled in. Um, it was a great day, though
2: when you talk about those emotions, how much was it just a relief that you after being there so many years before that that you were able to come up and get that national championship was it as much relief as much as much as uh, just a celebration mode at that point as well
1: yeah i mean when you when you, you get back and get back home to Maryville and you kinda you, you get we got back uh at nighttime and there were there was a huge crowd we had a huge fan base um in the uh the basketball arena. And once you finally sit down and things start to sink in, it, it is like a, a huge ton of bricks off the shoulders. I mean, in the moment, you really don't think about the past four that you lost. Um, you're just trying to win a, one football game. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, definitely, once once I sat down and thought about it, uh, it was it was a huge relief to finally get over get over that hump. And it it, it was great that it happened my senior year. I'm great that I went out that way.
0: Well, and then you keep things rolling. It's so easy for a lot of times a college football player just to kind of hang it up and end it there. But um, you go on to the Indoor Football League and play for four years, if I'm correct, and, and really make a big impact and, and um, get inducted into the IFL uh, Hall of Fame there after putting up single-season records and careers, yards, or carries, excuse me, yards and touchdowns. How special is that, too? You go from uh, just a, a tight community about football – you keep the career going a little bit longer just to see, you know, we'll see what happens. Someone will take a flyer on me. But then you make such an impact um, in the IFL as well. I mean, it's um, it just things kind of kept uh, kept going for you there after you left Northwest Missouri State.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, the goal was to, uh, of course, play in the National Football League. Um, and when, when I didn't get drafted or get picked up after my senior year, I mean, it was, it was just another stepping stone that I thought, well, maybe hopefully I'll be here a year. Um, and then get a look. I, I did get a couple looks, but I, I found a home in the, uh, indoor football league and, and I found that, um, I, I felt like I had something to prove. Um, I felt like that I, I, I didn't get picked up by an, uh, NFL team. So I felt like I was going to prove something to the world and, and as well to myself because I had started doubting myself. Um, but I, I did find a home within the indoor football league. Um and had some great ownership that put me in some positions to really succeed at that that level, uh, and it was just a great career. It was a great four year career, um, and I, I couldn't be more blessed. I've said that I, I I got the opportunity to do that.
2: Well, that's not the only Hall of Fame you've been inducted into. Being a part of the induction class of 2017 at Northwest Missouri State with Am Club Hall of Fame, and uh, tell us a little bit about uh, what that honor means to you. It meant a lot. Um, I was,
1: I was really pleased um, that I was able to get inducted um, the same year that our 2009 team got inducted um, for the simple fact that I've, I've just never been a player that, that it's always been about me. It, for me, it's always been about my team. Uh, football is the ultimate team sport. Um so the the individual induction it did it does mean a lot to me and I, I hold that I have that on my mantle. But the fact that I got to experience that with all of my 2009 or most of my 2009 teammates that meant a whole lot to me uh, as well.
0: Well, and, and uh, now we have Northwest Missouri State football right now heading into the playoffs. Uh, how much are you kind of keeping a, an eye on the Bearcats and keeping up with what they're doing?
1: Uh, this past weekend versus UCM actually was the first full game that I got to watch. I was supposed to be at that game, but my uh, I'm actually back in school pursuing another degree, and my my professor he sprung a test on us that weekend. So I couldn't, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you better believe I was sitting here uh, watching it uh, on my TV here. Um, so I, I haven't been able to to keep up too much just with school and work and things of that nature, but. Um, what I'll say is that I think I think we went into that game. I feel like we were underdogs just from talking to some of the buddies, um, but it, it it was a true testament of what Northwest football is. I mean, this time of the year we step up in big games, uh, and and we we win big games. Um, and I I'm just glad to see that we still have things rolling. That defense looked amazing. <laughs> that D line for sure. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's good to see um, Coach Wright and, and the rest of the guys up there still have everything going. Um, but So I'm going to definitely be trying to catch one of these playoff games as long as I don't get any more tests on the weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, professors have a tendency to do that at the last second, don't they? Just kind of <laughs> ruin oh, those definitely. plans, yeah. Well, well I
1: had, I had plans to go up with a couple buddies. And had to kind of bail on them last minute because I, I got the test Friday morning
0: or Friday evening. Mm. So, Well, that's one of those two that uh, I'm sure a lot of us when we were 18, 19 years old were like, ah, we're not going to worry about the test. But uh, <laughs> we get a little <laughs> older more responsible. We're like, nope, we should probably focus. So, <laughs> Definitely. Uh, well, it, it's an it's an amazing legacy here at Northwest Missouri State with this football program. And, and uh Leron's such a huge part of it. We appreciate you coming on and joining us today and uh, taking some time to talk with us
1: not a problem I appreciate you guys for having me take
0: care Matt and John we appreciate LeBron Council joining us here on Bearcat Rewind a guy that had a heck of a career here with the Bearcats and you know it's kind of funny Xavier Oman goes through his career and he graduates and he moves on and and the just stellar numbers and a lot of Bearcat fans kind of scratch their head like well how do you replace that production as the Laurent Council comes in and just puts up just amazing numbers during his junior and senior year here at Northwest Missouri State. Great to have him on board and, and joining us on Bearcat Rewind and catching up with him. We appreciate everyone tuning in. If this is your first episode of Bearcat Rewind, be sure to check out some of the other ones that we've had. We're kind of going through that 99 championship season and 09 championship season as we celebrate those anniversaries. So from Melchurch, when Jim about to start things off, we had Tony Miles on. We had Travis Miles on. We had uh, Blake Bowles, the quarterback of the 09 Bearcat team last week. Um, so just keeping things rolling on here throughout the fall. So be sure to check out Bearcat Rewind every week. We want to thank our sponsors again, the Northwest Missouri State Alumni Association and the Northwest Foundation and the Mosaic Medical Center Maryville for their support. A big thanks goes to Alex Kurt for producing the intro and outro music. And thanks to Austin Hall for engineering the podcast. For John Coffee, I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk with you again soon.